You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm not going to lie, Corey. I've been to Orlando a bunch of times. This might be one of the sweetest. Because of this right here, baby. Because, because the cheese at bowl. <laughs> and look who won. This team right here. Get your commemorative editions of this cheese at bowl box. Cheese at bowl box. Well, I guess you probably can. This is oh, just for us. Now we're hawking cheeses. Yeah, sorry. Florida State wins 35 to 32 against Oklahoma. A rare win against Oklahoma. A 10-win season. Yeah. Forces Oklahoma to a, a, a sub-500 season for the first time since 1998. Uh, a thrilling game. Not the prettiest game. You're going to do it, aren't you? No, He's, I'm not I've been trying. I'm, I'm just Please. eating. Why Ooh. won't you dump it? I'm really eating. A really, just a cool way to cap out the season, even though it wasn't a pretty game. Florida State wins 35-32 to down here in Orlando. Camping World Stadium came from behind several times. The leads went back and forth. Yeah. But Florida State got it done. And if you're wondering what's going on behind us, LSU and Purdue, I think, playing a game that won't right. be nearly as important or fun in a few days. So that's why they're cleaning the field, getting it ready. Um, but, yeah, man. It was a cool game, though. Yeah, like You, you can awesome. say it was ugly. All right, you just beat Oklahoma. Uh, if you just told Florida State fans before the season, hey, you're going to beat Oklahoma in a bowl game after beating LSU and Florida and, and kicking Clemson. the dog crap out of Miami. You didn't beat Clemson. What's the matter with you? What, what Miami. year is this? Miami. Miami. Miami is not Clemson. Florida, How Miami, LSU, and Oklahoma. Man, they would have taken that in a heartbeat. That was a fun game. It had everything you could want except a solid defense. But look, <laughs> when Fabian Lovett isn't playing, that's the run defense you had every time Fabian Lovett didn't play. You get run on. Oklahoma had the 13th best run offense in the country. That's what they do. They're very good at it. Even though they didn't have a lot of starting linemen, their backup linemen are pretty good. It's Oklahoma. Their backup running backs are pretty good. It's Oklahoma. So you knew their offense was going to move the ball. The reason the game was close, in my opinion, was because the, the Florida State offense struggled in the first half. They played like Florida State in the second half. Jordan Travis is a superstar, a super-duper star. A platinum star, whatever you want to say, he is one of the best players in college football. My man had 468 tonight in total offense. Come on, man. Come on, Jordan Travis. Don't eat another bite while we're talking. Why? Nobody wants to hear you talking with your mouth full. Shut up, Ira. Everybody right. does. So, on the note of Jordan Travis and, and, and Johnny Wilson, uh, I don't know. You know, I guess Johnny Wilson felt disrespected, rightfully so. Ooh. Florida, uh, Oklahoma played him a lot of man coverage, even with a safety at times, which didn't work out real well for them. Right. And uh, Johnny Wilson caught over 200 yards of passes, had the one drop, which, you know, we hate. I don't but, even remember it, Johnny. I don't even remember what drop he's talking about. All but, I remember is the eight grabs you had. But not only 202 yards of pass receiving, but he also had just a huge one on that last drive that let them go ahead 50 yards. He was well covered. It wasn't really open. Just went up and made a play. 
sets up Ryan Fitzgerald. Ryan Dog, you knew he had it all the time. It's magic, man. I believe in you. That's two game winners you've hit. That's two game winners. Two out of two, man. He doesn't yeah. miss game winners. The thing about this game, though. I might have not said great things at you, about you during the course of the game, Ryan, yeah. but you crushed it there at the end, man. Good Don't job. Never a doubt. He never doubted you. Yeah. The thing about this game, though, from a, from a micro level, was they had so many guys go down during yeah. this game. I mean, and again, you know, there was a lot of talk coming into the game about Oklahoma coming in with some guys who opted out and all that. But Florida State lost, I mean, just about every starting defensive back other than Jamie Robinson yeah. missed most of this game or a big chunk of this game. You had offensive linemen go down during the game. Robert Scott went down early in the second half. Um, Jason Turnantine down, went down late. But they just, whoever they plugged in, just kept making plays. How's that sound, Ira? It's pretty I good. I like a, it. I think a cat just got run over. But in the second half, man, Florida State dominated. I, I, you know, they 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 got the opening drive yeah. of the second half. They got a stop, which was huge. They got a stop to start the second half. Then they put together a 95-yard drive, yeah. 95-96 yard drive to take the lead. And from there, man, Florida State just kept responding. It was a great game, though. It was body blow, body blow from t each team back and forth. But Florida State made enough plays down the stretch. Yeah, and I thought it was cool that just like the Florida game, the defense did yeah. not play well for most of those games. But when it mattered, when the team right. – and look, 55 seconds is nothing for Oklahoma, even without timeouts. And you got the stop when you had to get the stop. The Shaheen Brown tackle on first down is huge because they had to rush to the line, and that created a false start, yeah. which created the 10-second runoff. Then there's a hold, and then there's a sack, and that's a wrap. That was really cool for Adam Fuller and his defense to uh, to end the season like that, getting the stop. And, man, it's just cool when you think about it. I wrote about this. The depths this program was at just two years ago, man, really last year, 14 months ago, man, we were sitting outside Doe Campbell Stadium, and you were welcoming all the opposing college football fans watching our Jacksonville State rap. That's right. Like, welcome to our show because they wanted to see the misery up close. Well, now it's a 10-win football team. A year later, it's a 10-win football team and probably a top-10 team. Going into next year, you're probably a top-10 team. You have a legitimate Heisman candidate. And with who knows who coming back and with the portal coming in, you're excited about this program again, man. This does not feel like a one-off. I know these last couple of wins were dicey and could have gone either way. This feels like a 10-win football team, right. and I don't think that's going to change next year. It could be an 11- or 12-win team next year. Yeah, and the players, they it was clear that the players, the guys who have decisions to make or haven't announced what their future plans are, we're not going to do that tonight. He's revving back up, man. So, he's coming at us. Uh, Jamie Robinson said he's going to take a few days to make a decision. Jared Verse didn't really seize the opportunity to say anything about his future. Right. Johnny Wilson did say we're just getting started, yeah. talking about Florida State, which was positive. Jordan Travis, who's already said he's coming back, had some really strong things to say about the future. But, you know, from the big picture standpoint, and you and I were talking, we were coming down to the press conference after the game, about how much does this game really mean? I think it means a lot, not because it's a huge deal to beat a 6-6 six and six Oklahoma team, although beating Oklahoma is significant. It's the fact that what it would have meant if you lost it. It just would have taken some of the shine off yeah. of what they accomplished yeah. this season. It would have taken some of just the luster off of it. But it's kind of the best case scenario, and I think I mentioned this to Gene and Tom on the post on the on their uh, post game reaction show. It's kind of the best case scenario because you got the win, but you can't feel too good about yourself. Right. Like they have to, they yeah. know that there's a lot of work to do going into that season opener against LSU right here at that same. Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't go back well, to Tallahassee. We're ain't just staying here. Home. I love O Town, man. I love I love like <laughs> weird amusement parks and all the chain restaurants in the world. It's a cool place, man. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, 
Yeah, man, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. they, they do, there's nothing, they haven't arrived you yet, can't, man. You can't feel like, oh, we're just rolling into next season. Right, and, yeah. and like, here's the thing is like, if Norvell talked after the game, and he means it, it was, this team wasn't just likable. He didn't want it, it's just not because they reached the number. Right. It's because of how they played that they were so beloved, and it's the truth, because look, man, there have been 24 other teams in Florida State history that have reached that number. That's not special. It's Florida State, man. You are not at UTEP. So 10 wins is not how we judge football teams. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Except in the context of the last five years and what we went through and how, how hard this team played, having to win six games in a row to get to 10 wins, and that's exactly what they did, man. Four of them were blowouts. They were just way better. And the other two, they really had to fight tooth and nail. They got behind um, in the four, in the second half in both those games and came back and won, man. That's, that's, that, that's, a real, that's a testament to this team. It's certainly a testament to what Norvell has built. But also, like you said, and I wrote in the column, I, it, th- this team needed a ribbon on it. It needed a bow on this season. And this was what that's what this right, was. Right. It's a Cheez-It Bowl, man. It's a Cheez-It Bowl. We love Cheez-Its, but it's the Cheez-It Bowl. We got bigger goals as we move as, as Norvell and this team move forward. No, you're not dumping it on me. I would, I would you're never, not dumping would, it on never, me. Never, um, but th- for this particular team, yeah. 2022, it will be remembered more fondly because of that 10th win. Right. And I'm, I'm yeah. happy for that because it was such a likable, fun team to cover. Yeah, and one of the storylines coming into this game was, you know, you look at these college football teams across, across the country, including the team they just played tonight. I'm unflappable. I'm, I'm not, not, not going to be bothered by I, that. I know. And I miss, <laughs> how do I miss you from a foot? I'm not exactly a small target. I know. I'm incredible. The thing, um, you know, the team they played tonight had a bunch of guys opt out. Florida State did not have a right. lot of guys opting out. And two of the guys that really were huge in this win, Jamie Robinson and Jared Verse, we don't know what their futures hold. I'm pretty sure Jamie Robinson's probably going to move on. Jared Verse, we'll see. But they played in this game. They played hard, and they were a big part of it. And then that moment with Jason Turner time when he's on the cart. Yeah. This is a guy I who – TV got that. They I did. They, they did. did. Okay, good. And, and, and I'm glad they did because it was a really cool moment, and I think it just speaks to this team because 
that's not a guy that wasn't Pokey Wilson who's been here for six right. years or seven right. years who deserves to get some some love because he came in here under Jimbo Fisher, yeah. stayed through Willie Taggart, stayed through Mike Norvell and three and nine and all the other crap that's happened Jacksonville State, and just and and he he was part of the ugly loss to the end of the last season. Yes. He had some some rough moments in that game to come back and have some big plays in this game was really huge for him. But that moment, Justin Turnitin has been in this team, in this program now for four months, and there's so much conversation about is the transfer portal sustainable? Because you bring these guys in, they're coming for one year, they're kind of mercenaries. Are they going to buy into the culture? Are they going to be part of your program? Justin Turnitin has been here since August. Mike Norvell was very quick to point that out. It's been here four months, and you saw the way the outpouring yeah. of love, the entire team coming across the field to to give him hugs as he's going in the locker room after his injury late in the game. And then in the locker room after the game, he's in crutches on crutches celebrating with his teammates. It might be sustainable, man. When you have a good culture and you bring guys in, and if they believe in it, it's pretty special. Especially when you're bringing in eight to ten and not forty. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. they, the the culture and swar- swarms them, not them swarming right. the culture. So the culture's already uh, already ready made. It's it's here for when all these guys that you're all excited about next year get yeah. here. They they will be joining a culture, not creating one on them by themselves. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought that was a really cool moment, and we mentioned them briefly. But just a quick shout out to Jamie Robinson, man, because if this was his last game, my man just he, he, he just all, all every other player on the defense seems like they missed a game or two, or they were slowed for a game or two, or they they didn't maybe practice all the time. Jamie Robinson's out there all the time. He is a competitor. He loves football. He was out there essentially by himself as a starter for a lot of this game. And he had to go back to Nickelback because they, yeah. they had to play the younger guys at safety because they lost Akeem Dent and uh, um, Shaheem went down also, right? Well, no, the corners did. The though. corners went yeah. down, so they had to move guys around, right? So Jamie Robinson had finished with 13 tackles, a sack, a fumble recovery. I, th- I really think he had more tackles than that. I think they shortchanged yeah. him. I thought he had, I thought he had two sacks. Seven. And I thought he had two sacks, too. But either way, man, if that was his last game, I just want him to be appreciated. He's not an all-time great only because it's Florida State, man, but people will always remember him because of he, how instrumental he was for this program. I think he set a standard that all these young guys got to watch, and that's a standard you want to emulate. And I know Coach Norvell and Coach Fuller want those young guys to emulate somebody like, like Jamie Robinson, man. And he was a transfer guy yeah. here two years. And it, it maybe three, but probably just two. But, man, what a cool two years it was watching that dude play football. You're really not going to pour those on your head? I mean, I'd have to clean them up, man. I don't want to. I mean. It would have been a nice ribbon. That's all I'm saying. Nope. They're not coming. They're not coming. Just (laughs) one. There we go. Did we get that? Did we get the one? Here you go. I'll do it. There you go. I did it. Cheez-Its for everyone. Signing off from Orlando. Next time you see us with a post-game wrap, guys, it's going to be right back here. It's going to be here for LSU to maybe a top-10 matchup. Man, when's the last time we covered a top-10 matchup? It's, the it's goat? Was it the goat? Was it, it Alabama, Florida State, Alabama? Maybe this one will go better. Uh, for Corey Clark, <laughs> Aslan Ajavani, Irish Show We're signing off from Orlando. We're for Florida State. Signing off for the year. 10 and 3, baby. First time it. since 2016, 10 wins.